0: The book is this delicate balance of the gentle and the tragic, the mundane and the extraordinary as Mojisola treads in her daughter's footsteps, literally wearing her shoes and in so doing finds her own self albeit one that has been shattered like a mosaic. It's a beautifully written ode to humanity, but it's also about our terrible ability as humans to withstand tragedy. And uh, I I say the word terrible uh, understanding what that can mean. So whilst the heart may break, the blood keeps pumping. That's an unusual grief by Iwanda Omatozo, and it is a great honor to have Iwanda on the line with us. Ywanda, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so so much for
1: that very warm and generous introduction to the book. Thank you. Wow.
0: It's 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 an extraordinary book and it is as I say, I, I think that what struck me was the uh, the balance of mm. of of so many different things. So yes, this is a story about death, but this is also a story about refinding life as well. Talk to yeah. us about your, your, your protagonist, Mojisola, and and your take on her. Yeah, thank you. I
1: mean, I I always see Mojisala as someone, and I, I love what you say, that terrible ability to withstand. And I feel so well put, because I, I the tragedy is that um, Mojisala, for me, is kind of the walking dead through her yes. life, a woman living a very scripted life, not going beyond the margins, um, barely, you know, alive and awake. Her daughter, you know, is one that pushes the boundaries and, and is searching and is a creative spirit. Mm. Um, and it's somehow, it's, it's Yinka's death that that wakes Mojisala up, and that's part of what's so terrible. That's that awful, very painful equation that yeah. she has to lose her child to realize, well, I've, I've been dead, and now I need, to, I need to wake up and live whatever's left of my life. So I see her as this woman who, with her daughter's death, suddenly decides to script her own life, and the courage of that, the fear, the risk, um, and that's what her grief, that's the shape her grief takes, the the, the opportunity to script her own life.
0: You, you know, you, when you talk about this idea of scripting the life uh, mm. and her own life, uh, it mm. did make me think about the Glynis Horning book where Glynis was saying, you know, mm. she, she felt like she had to do detective work. She went online and she looked at stuff. She tried to see where her son had gone online. and And you've yeah. done a very similar thing. And it's so it really makes you think about, A, how different the role of social media and technology is in this kind of experience and world. And and I found that very striking as well.
1: Yeah. And I mean, it, it's also generational. Because Mojisala, mm, exactly. like, sort of 60, trying to understand, her, you know, her daughter... Um, trying to understand this, this other generation and how they interact and how they date and what they do online. So part of the the strangeness is that she's, she, yes, she's being detected, but she's using <laughs> tools that are completely unfamiliar to her and, yes. and, and uh, almost unfathomable. So she's cast into um, a deeply unfamiliar, strange world, Um and that's part of that sort of the dreamlike quality. She doesn't really know what this is. But it's also her chance. Like, I just think of it as it, it's actually her chance. Um, it's sad that that's her chance, but this is her chance. So it's her chance to look her marriage in the eye. You know, it's her chance mm. to look herself in the eye. The, the scripting stuff is it's her chance to, to, to reckon with her past. Um, I think that's another thing that happens is she has to go back and yeah. reckon yes, with her kind of estranged relationship with her daughter, but her estranged relationship with herself and her mother's and her—you know—she has to reckon, and th- the reckoning is also in the grief.
0: You, I, I'd love to go to the the, the the narrative around mother and child, and mm. it's a very potent one, which you mm. have raised. And I, I don't want to kind of go into spoiler alerts, but this is <laughs> something that you you you've, you've really uh, interrogated in such an interesting way. Talk to me about that process for you.
1: Yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm fascinated by mothers. I think I say many of us are. And actually, mm-hmm. I mean, I recently became one, but so much of the book was, um, was not a mother, you know, and so had obviously my mom, mom relationship. My mom passed away actually when I was in my early 20s. Um, mm-hmm. And I drew a lot on what that was like to lose her, Um but I have a real obsession with mothers and motherhood. One of the books I read when I was writing is um, The Mother of All Myths by yes. Aminata Fauna, which is kind of an old book and it's, it's, it's nonfiction, unlike you know, the rest of her fiction. But it was an amazing book where she looks through different lenses at what the myths of motherhood and mothers have meant in society and yeah. actually how that's changed. Um, yeah. And I'm fascinated by the way in which mothers are given such a small little box to live in, you know, you sort of kind and nurturing. That's, that <laughs> kind of sums you up. Yeah. Are you sexual? You know, are you, do you have jealousy? Do you, you know, what about the other stuff? Why, why can't those emotions exist within the realm of motherhood? So that was part of my exploration to just look at the faces the shadows you know of,
0: of motherhood that we often don't allow or want to speak of, but that are true and that are there and I'm kind of interested that you that 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 i mean even as you talk about things like sexuality and jealousy um that that we we even describe it as shadows and yet why why should it be a shadow where it could be as upfront as any twenty something or any- thirty tw- something who is not a mother
1: absolutely spot on and i mean I think. I mean, you're absolutely right, and I think that it's it, the shadow of it is only what the, the community has cast upon it, right? Yeah. The thing itself is, is not is not shadow at all; it's just itself. Yeah. But the shadow, the dark, the pall that hangs over it is cast by opinions and judgment, and supposed truths and expectations. So, you're absolutely right
0: about that. You know, it's funny. A, a few weeks ago, um, we did something on the show, and, and if I remember correctly, it was. Um, really about how people felt when their parents who may have become single through either death Mm. or divorce or whatever. And how did they feel about their parents dating again? And I found it so intriguing as to, you know, the the kind of tension, the frisson that like was created by this idea of, should should yes. my should my mother be dating again? <laughs> like, yeah, people yes. were And really... I think mothers in particular. I'm curious whether you felt
1: a difference between when fathers started dating and when mothers started dating. Yeah, oh, totally like different. The virginal mother. You know? yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes. You know what what what's great in the book, and you mentioned the word how um, Mojisola, who is is the protagonist, goes into this unfamiliar world that is her daughter's mm-hmm. world, and you know. I loved that you made it an unfamiliar world for us as well because mm. you 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 play in some uh, and as I say I mean spoiler alert I don't want to say <laughs> but you play in some intriguing spaces where Mojisola's daughter um uh, uh, went and there is this wonderful mm. moment where she pulls on her daughter's shoes I think they're red heels yes. and it's like it's like this metaphor for going you know like the red heel mm. you know with <laughs> you know it's 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 like it's going into something really kind of interesting and dark and unusual and yeah. it's I, I loved that and I I, I wonder mm-hmm. if you you ever have that, that experience where you go you know what I'm gonna pull into something which is so foreign to me. Yeah thank you I mean I I think
1: strangeness and unfamiliarity yeah. are such important. Yeah. in life just in general and I think we, we probably know too much of we don't think we know and we know ourselves too well and we know others too well yeah. and I think that's where we fall down and I just think there's a magic that happens when you can actually suddenly understand that you don't know anything and yeah. you don't even know yourself and you don't know whatever your, your parents or the person you share a life with or your child um, I think ignorance I always think of um, I think ignorance can be very productive Yes. And I, I love, uh, you know, uh, there are ways in which, of course, it's unproductive, but I think there are ways in which it, it can be incredibly productive. And, I, and so I, I I like what you say, but also it feels strange to the reader because yeah. that's the medicine.
0: You wonder, you, there's, there's a tenderness in this book, and the tenderness mm-hmm. goes beyond just the mother and daughter, but it goes to her other relationships, the relationship with the next-door neighbor, the relationship, yes. actually, there's even a tenderness with... Um, the uh the her her partner who she is really mm. struggling with who yeah. has his own major major issues and i was really taken by that i was really taken mm. by the idea that that you had the i suppose one could call it the generosity of spirit to mm. to focus on him as well and mm. I, I wondered if you could maybe talk a little bit more to that
1: yeah um i you know i, I mean i think because these characters are so Mujala or even Titus, her 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 husband, her partner, or a strange you know, partner, um these are not necessarily characters that are <clears throat> I mean, I, I we're now entering the crazy world of likability, but I mean <laughs> which, which is not a world I particularly you know, traffic in, but they're not necessarily easy to, 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 to like in a better commerce. Yeah. And I think part of my which is, which is never a concern of mine as such, but they are human. And yeah. I think that's the other thing. It's like we are humanity. How, how can we explore our humanity? How can we realize that we're deeply flawed, you know, as are the characters we're reading, yeah. and that that does not um, exclude us from yeah. grace, you know, from loveliness, and, and all those other things. So trying to hold Titus, even Titus, you know, with, with an even hand, yeah, as as difficult as he is, as damaging or as damaged as he is, um, how to hold him still in the text with a, with a, with, a, with an even hand. Yeah, it's, it's a big concern of mine. Yeah,
0: you wonder, In closing, you mentioned that you have become a mother now. Um, writing this book as 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 a, as a, as a, as a, as, a, as someone who did not have children and now being a mother, how different do you feel, and how differently do you think you would write now?
1: Because I was, um, I, firstly, I remember somebody was saying, oh, wow, you know, I I assumed that you you were a mother when you wrote it. And I said I wasn't. I drew a lot on just being a daughter, you know, for that relationship. Um, but in some ways, maybe I couldn't write it as a mom. You know, there there are parts of it that that are painful and maybe some kind of experiential distance was needed. So I'm thankful for that. Um, and it it was a project I would see researched and, and, and always do my creative due diligence. So it's like, okay, did I you know, did I do my job and I find out now, you know, if people read it and and have opinions. That's that's what I find
0: out. I love that you talk about creative due diligence. That's just <laughs> excellent. <laughs> I mean, the very grown up way to write a book, a very business like approach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever form that takes, Michelle. Exactly. Don't it, right, exactly. but whatever form that research takes, <laughs>
1: wink, wink.
0: <laughs> you wonder I know that you have chosen a section from the book to read to us. We would be delighted to hear your reading.
1: Thank you very much. I'll do that now. It's just a short section, and I'll just jump straight in. When the day of Yinka's birth arrived, Mojisala had experienced a miserable 41 weeks. She'd imagined she'd be relieved to bear down, to surrender to the ripping of her tender passage, but just when the midwife ordered that she push, Mojisala with every intention to do as commanded, at this dark point in the process of birth, no other action would be logical, discovered a resistance within her bones, that seemed not of this world. Something stronger than her was at work. Poor now, the midwife repeated, a touch of panic in her voice. She repeated it three times, louder and louder, until Mojutsala once more mastered her bones. Holding her new, sticky child, she felt ashamed for having possessed this will, greater than her will to mother, to resist, to fight, and hold the child in limbo, rather than push it out into motion. And yet it was undeniable, Lying there, the nurse screeching, push on the sidelines, Mujisala had had brief seconds of hope and ecstasy. She would experience the very same, but in reverse many years later when she heard of the death of her child. But in that moment on the birthing bed, Mujisala fantasized that she somehow had the ability to reverse time. The fantasy that the child will go unborn, that she would reverse the irreversible and return to a simple existence that had gradually, over the many weeks, disappeared.
0: Wow. Extraordinary. Ywanda! I want to say thank you you so much for uh, an extraordinary book. I was so surprised when I read it and so delighted and so moved in so many different ways. So thank you very, very much.
1: Thank you. I'm so, so grateful, Michelle. Thank you very, very much.
0: Ywanda Omatoza, she's the author of a book called An Unusual Grief, and it is published by Cassava Republic. You can get it in any bookshop. You can go to exclusives. You can go to Love Books and uh, just look for it. It is published in 2022. It's called An Unusual Grief, and it is an extraordinary read. It's 10 to 9.